when we say we want to do something and then we don't do it, it's not necessarily because we don't know how or we don't have the resources or the capabilities. It's because subconsciously there's no reason to yet. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to Too Smart for This. It's your host, Alexis Barber. I'm so excited for another episode. If you guys are new here, this is a show for the smart and superficial girls, for the ambitious material girls, or basically anybody who is trying to live life without all of the crippling expectations that society's put on women. You know what I mean? So it's something super casual. Anyway, I'm back with another solo episode this week to talk about a topic that I've been putting off for a couple of months now, and it's simply time for us to get back into the discussion, you know what I mean? So I've been sharing with you guys that like my life has been so crazy recently, and I'm coming to you or recording this episode at the end of the first half of my second semester. So at Wharton, they put the semesters into two quarters each. And half of our classes are like half of the semester, so one quarter, and half are the like full semester, so one full semester. So half of my classes are ending, I have finals in them, other half I have midterms in because we're continuing through the rest of the semester. So it's a very busy time for me, I'm very stressed out, I have so much to do, and the game that you play when you're multifaceted or when you have a lot on your plate is that you often are not doing really well in any subject, or any aspect of your life, but you're doing mediocre in all of them. And that's something that I've come to accept, but it's also something that is really annoying because I feel behind in content, I feel behind in taking care of myself, I feel behind in my relationships, and I feel behind in school, and none of them are doing well. All of them are basically just barely staying afloat. So, whew, that's the status of my life right now. And I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about how I'm dealing with that because I've noticed some issues in my own life that I need to address. I mean, like, the I've said this before and t- you guys have to DM me and tell me if you feel the same way or if you have the same experience, but when I'm stressed out, I don't always feel it in my brain. I don't always get super mentally stressed. I, I'm a solutions-oriented person. I'm like, how do we fix this? How do we get this done? How do we get it all figured out right now. And so that often means I don't recognize when I have too much on my plate. So then my body will start to be like, hey girl, you thought you could get out of this, huh? You really did. No bitch, absolutely not. You're gonna get sick. You're gonna have problems. Your body is going to react to this because you are clearly not listening to the signals we're putting into your brain. That coupled with the fact that, girl, these last few months, I said new year, new me. I got so busy doing shit that I have not taken care of myself or my health at all, really, the last couple months. And so, what's that led to? Me feeling like shit. I don't feel good in my body. I have really noticed this because in the middle of my cycle, you guys know after I went off of birth control, I talked about how like great and in tune I felt with my body. And this is an example of that, albeit that it's in a negative way. But my... I have mid-cycle bloating, so I bloat during the middle of, like, while I'm ovulating, or for, like, that week when I'm ovulating, and it is, it gives me so much pain, and this isn't just, this isn't bloating that goes away with a bloat pill, it isn't bloating that goes away with any medication, or, like, food or something like that, like, I'm gonna literally resort to trying to be, like, gluten-free or something like that, because I, it's just so painful, it's just pain, and 
it, I had it at Black Ski in Park City, like, in the beginning of February, and I actually did not go out. Like, I, like, basically lost that whole trip and the opportunity to meet all those people because I was so uncomfortable physically, and my body was just in pain. And it's back right now, and I can still function and everything, but I just feel terrible. And I know it's not necessarily a function of my lifestyle, although that could be related, absolutely. Like, there's I'm not saying I'm healthy at all, and I'm actually admitting to not being very healthy right now, but I wanted to also say that that's how I know something's up with my body. Because that means, hey girl, you're in pain. That doesn't necessarily mean something is like externally wrong. It usually means something internally is wrong. And by internally, I mean like emotionally and stress-wise. And I know this better than anybody else because I have multiple sclerosis, which is a autoimmune disease that many believe is stress-induced, and I get the most symptoms when I'm the most stressed out. And God forbid, and thank God, I haven't gotten any crazy symptoms recently. Like, as a result of my stress, I'm knocking on wood. But I have gotten, like, I've noticed that my bloating is really bad. Like, the only time I had cramps in the last, like, couple months on my period was when I was moving to Philly in July. And I was, like, so stressed out because I had just come off of, like, two months straight of travel and was moving and was so, like, unwell. That was the only time I had cramps and it was all, I think, stress related. So with that being said, something's up with me. And you want to know why? Because I've been spending the last couple of months doing, you know, whatever because I'm like, oh, I'm healing from a breakup. Oh, I'm in school. I'm in a transitional period. And I'm like, okay, girl. Well, you're spending all your money. You're not working out consistently. You're going out when you're supposed to be studying. You're not posting your content on time or you're not answering all your emails. And albeit, like I said in the solo episode from a couple weeks back, every aspect of my life increased with bandwidth and demand over the past few months. So I don't really like blame myself for reacting like this because what's on my plate's not really sustainable to get done. But at the same time, girl, I think everyone can relate to the fact that sometimes you are start to notice that you're engaging in unhealthy habits that aren't serving you and you've got to get your ass back in the game. So I wanted to share this one because as someone who preaches so much about like taking care of yourself and prioritization and time management, it's not to say that I'm not good at those things, but I have, I was reacting stress wise in a way that was like sabotaging and hurting my health and my physical and mental health. And that's how you know something is wrong. That's how you know your bandwidth is at capacity. That's how you know when it's not really working and you have to bounce back from that. And I'm just doing that in real time for you right now. It's like, I love having, being busy and having cool things to do and things to work on and stuff. And I love being social and doing everything. And I planned to a T this year, but I wasn't able to execute and I wasn't able to be everything I wanted to be. Because it all got to be too much because it was like kind of unexpected how much it was. And I kind of overestimated my bandwidth for everything, honestly. And not only did I overestimate it, I just kind of like didn't really have the support that I would need. So I was just like feeling like I was drowning the last two months. And it's manifesting in my body and it's manifesting in my life. And... I feel really disconnected from myself and really disconnected from my body and I know that something has to change. So that's why it's time to get my priorities straight. So I want to just share about being in a funk because we've all been there and I mean 
a lot of it can be a subconscious reaction to issues in our lives that we don't really want to address. So, I mean, with all the life changes I've gone through recently, I do think that's a factor. But for you, it could be just a subconscious reaction to moving or changing jobs or breaking up with someone or doing something like that. It's just like sometimes we get into these places where we're like, I know I'm not being great to myself right now. It's like I'm in this place and I know I need to get out of it, but I just can't. And I don't want to fall into any sort of like negative mental health spiral and I don't want to like not be present for how great my life is. So I've got to take action. And that means I am getting really serious about getting my priorities straight. And this is literally born out of pure need because I know how valuable it is to have priorities, to have standards, to have things that you look to when you are running your life. Frameworks and stuff like that are such a godsend because it can help you form your own identity and respond to the the psychotic masses so much more easily. And so for me, I think about what I say I want my priorities to be, but I don't think I'm always honest with myself about what that actually means saying yes to and what it also means saying no to. And I feel like we touch on this a lot in one of my favorite classes I've taken at Wharton, which is called Strategy and Competitive Advantage, where you can't do everything and expect everything to be amazing. You have to be strategic and be honest about what you will do and what you won't do. And I think that can be hard for those of us who are multifaceted and do want to have it all because we forget that to really have the one thing we want, sometimes we have to sacrifice other things. So I want to give like an example here. So in order to like, say you work in banking or finance or something like that, in order to have that super high paycheck, you end up sacrificing, well one, you get to enjoy like the good parts of that job. So say it's the high paycheck, say it's the work you do with your colleagues or the opportunities you get to learn or the skills you get to build. And you get to live in New York City and have like great dinners and like go out and a good social life, whatever. But at the same time, you're sacrificing your time and oftentimes your health or your mental health even depending on like what your work environment is like. And so when you sign up for one, you know you have to sign up for both. And that comes with any job in any field. You sign up for one part of that job, you are sacrificing other things. But usually we are so excited about those good parts that we ignore the bad parts or we accept the bad parts. And it's a lot easier when you're accepting the bad parts instead of just ignoring them and pretending that, that one day they will be gone. So... For example, in my content creation career, like I've always been like so excited about being a content creator, but there are parts of it, like things that I don't like doing. And I kind of realized recently that it was like, I guess I've been subconsciously thinking that one day, like I wouldn't have to do those things. For example, like I don't feel like I could complain about any part of the job. And I also don't really get, or for, we could talk about the algorithm. So for example, like I am always going to be a slave to the algorithm. Like I'm always going to have to be constantly figuring something out or figuring out new trends or watching other people's content, evolving my content, reviewing analytics, those types of things. And I guess I always thought that one day I would just like not have to worry about that anymore and not have to be strategic and thoughtful about my content. But that's not the case. It's always going to be there. So I have to, by having the positives of being able to be a professional 
content creator, I have to accept the negatives that are for me having to feel like I am constantly like in debt to an algorithm, um, among other things, like having to constantly be online and that type of thing. I love the job so much that those things I either have to accept or I have to stop caring about. And I do think when it comes to maybe like systemic oppression or systemic issues in your job when there is opportunity for you to make changes that that's a different story what i'm talking about here is that like in order to be an american citizen and have a paying job you have to do taxes every year that doesn't mean that you don't enjoy the benefits of it but you got to do the taxes so these are kind of all just like taxes to what we need to do to be our best selves and we have to accept what those are in order to enjoy what we really want getting back to the point when i'm saying these are my priorities i'm often saying i like the good parts of these priorities but i'm just kind of expecting that the bad parts or the hard parts just won't really be there or expecting that like it'll always be easy but it never is and so i have to remind myself that these are my priorities and the things that are my priorities are the things that i cannot sacrifice the good and the bad parts of I hope that makes sense. For example, I say my health is my priority. I haven't gone to the gym in a week. I don't know what I've been eating the last few months because I I haven't been grocery shopping like or paying attention to my protein and stuff like that. So I'm saying that my health is my priority. But what I'm acting like is that convenience and being able to accomplish everything on my to-do list is my actual priority. Because if health was the priority, I would go to the gym, even if I had an assignment due, or I would I would go grocery shopping instead of like doing working on something else. Clearly, what I've actually been prioritizing is my convenience and my ability to hang out with the people that I love. Because health hasn't really not been at the center of the equation in the way that I thought it would. So what that is showing me is two things. One, that my health was never really, a, like my health or insert the blank for whatever the priority is, was never really a priority for me. And I have to examine why that is. And when it comes to something like health, sometimes it's because we're scared to. Sometimes it's because we're not used to it. Sometimes it's because we're self-sabotaging. And sometimes it's because we're just used to unhealthy habits. And... When it comes to something like, why am I not prioritizing, like working on this new skill for my job or continuing a job application process that you might be doing? You have to remind yourself, this might not be my priority, not because I don't care about it. It's either because you don't feel a strong connection to it or it's because you're prioritizing something else, as in that might like make you happier. Or the third reason, which happens a lot, is you're self-sabotaging. So if these three things, you have to ask yourself which one is true in your situation because when we say we want to do something and then we don't do it, it's not necessarily because we don't know how or we don't have the resources or the capabilities. It's because subconsciously there's no reason to yet. So for me, when I'm looking at my life, the big thing that I really do want to prioritize and I'm not just saying it is my health because it sucks to have a week out of the month when I feel so bloated that I don't even want to like do the things I love, which is talk to people, go out, be social, meet people, and like have a great life, enjoy my travels and stuff like that. I don't want to not enjoy my travels because I'm bloated. So I don't want to not enjoy my favorite foods because I'm bloated, you know what I mean? And so because of that, I have to remember that the sacrifice of making the extra time in the day to work out or carrying my gym shoes around or having to make sure that I like have everything packed in my bag extra or just the stress of doing my hair when I'm working out 
all of those things that I have to sacrifice, I have to accept that that is worth everything that I get from being healthy. And I mean, our health is worth everything. You know what I mean? So that's something I have to continually remind myself of. And it also means that I don't always get to do all the other social things I have to do. And the thing is, when something does matter to you, you always end up doing it anyway. You always end up like, for example, even if I don't have time in the week to like necessarily get this work done or get this extra assignment done, I always have time to go to dinner with my girlfriends. I will make the time for the things that matter to me. And right now, my biggest priority has been my relationships and being with people that love me and building new friendships and relationships. And so as much as that can be my priority right now, I have to pull the volume down on that one so that I can pull the volume up on my health because it's starting to affect my quality of life. So with that being said, some ways that I'm trying to do this right now are one, editing my course schedule so that I can really focus on my health. This is a real thing, y'all. Like you gotta really be honest with yourself a lot of times with stuff like this. Number two is that I am making it as easy for myself to do things like work out and eat healthy again. So I'm going back to a period of my life and thinking back to when I've implemented habits like this before, thinking about what worked and trying to apply it to my life now. Um, and some ways I like to do this are with writing out extra recipes for myself in my phone, setting up some like grocery delivery or some other sort of food delivery so that I have access to healthy food whenever I need it and setting reminders and stuff like that for myself to take all of my supplements and stuff like that. And then the third is writing out why I want this. So uh, something I do in my journal pretty often and if I'm like on the go at work or school, I do it on my phone. And I really encourage you guys to add this to your daily routine because it is so effective for me. But the three prompts I like to use every single day, first are gratitude, like what am I grateful for? Then I like to put my goals, so the things that I wanna do. So let's say it is health related, and it's like I wanna be my healthiest self this week, or let's say it's school related, like I want to really dig into this process and make sure that I am good to go in all of my classes this week. If I put those things down, I'm like, these are my goals. So it reminds me to orient myself with intention towards the day instead of say, my goals are to barely pay attention in class all day and frantically respond to text messages, only doom scroll on TikTok and hang out with my friends and get way too drunk tonight. That's how your day is going to go if you don't sit down and tell yourself, okay, what am I actually here for? What am I doing here? You know what I mean? It allows you to lead with a little bit more intention. And finally, the way that you can reinforce making sure that that intention is something that you feel close to and proud of and something that you know you can execute on is by saying the five things that you're proud of yourself for doing yesterday. And these can be big or small. They don't have to be. You can always find something, but this is such a great way to build your confidence because you're focusing on your ability to evolve and change and on your ability to be a better person because you can remind yourself that hey i did things that are good for me and that's what i do and that's who i am so this can be anything from i'm proud of myself for getting out of bed on the first try yesterday and if it was the second try be proud of yourself for that because girl you got out of bed you know what i'm saying um two i'm proud of myself for submitting this on time i'm proud of myself for not reacting crazily to that text that i got from that person 
I'm proud of myself for remembering to text my cousin happy birthday. These are all things that we can be proud of ourselves for doing and that we are proud of ourselves for doing because that's what makes us into, it helps you see what you feel like makes you into a good person and therefore reinforce how you feel about yourself. So these are my sort of morning ways that I'm trying to get back on track with my priorities and get back to myself because I, like I said, I haven't really felt connected to myself and I need to make these like bigger life changes. But the way I sort of got here was by having a little bit more alone time, which means not going to dinner with a friend every night, or it means not indulging in too much like numbing out by watching TV or scrolling on TikTok and stuff like that. It means like spending that time actually taking a bath and maybe meditating and journaling with myself, you know? And then finally, it's really just been like, good girl talk and connecting with the people I love and being like, what's going on here? Like life is so crazy and I need like support, you know? So I think all these things have led me to a place where I'm back in the getting my priorities straight. I'm going to be vlogging this uh, after I get back from spring break of me actually trying to implement this because I am in such a crazy place right now. But with that being said, I really hope you guys liked this episode. If you did, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple, YouTube, all of it. We published all of our solo episodes with video and our guest episodes. We don't have video capabilities just yet, but we're working on it for you. So make sure you're subscribed. Have a fabulous day. And don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself.